And welcome back to another edition of the Turntable Teachers, especially if you are a returning listener. If you are a brand new listener, welcome. Uh, Regardless of where you are listening from, whether you are watching on YouTube or if you are listening on a podcast streaming service, please make sure to like and subscribe, especially on YouTube. It really helps us with algorithm. All that stuff really helps you know, really to promote all the artists that we are going to discuss not only on this episode, but in future episodes. So if you support the show, really appreciate you taking the time to smash that subscribe button. I hope everyone had a healthy and safe holiday season and New Year's. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. Uh, Really excited. I think all of us, as I mentioned in the last episode in the honor roll episode that I put out last week, uh, which was our last episode of 2020, uh, that we're pretty much happy to be done with 2020 at this point. Uh, Very much moving on to 2021. Having said that, I still am not done talking about 2020, clearly, because we are here with our top 20 lists from 2020. That's right. My favorite music of the last year and i'm going to run through one of the 2020 year-end lists today today's is the top songs from massachusetts it's really interesting though because when this podcast kind of came to be we weren't really focusing as much or really actually at all on the local scene when we first started and it actually took us about a year in to start really jumping into the local scene and shame on really us and really me honestly being kind of the leader of this podcast and, and, and the host and everything because you know I didn't really understand the scene that we had here and how much talent that there is. I know a lot of people when they think Massachusetts, they think artists like Cousin Stiz and Joyner Lucas, probably even some other artists too, like Millie's as an example, especially when you're talking about hip hop. But really there's a budding underground music scene here in Massachusetts that doesn't get talked about enough, I don't think. And I think that was really one of the biggest really missions for us in 2020 was to start really trying to promote and put on for all of the artists in Massachusetts, Boston. Uh, You know, I know people think Massachusetts, they think Boston. I know the Boston music scene is what gets talked about the most, but there's going to be artists on this list that aren't really don't live in Boston, aren't from Boston, but they're just from Massachusetts. And I think that's important to understand and recognize that, you know, their artistry, especially the music scene in Massachusetts goes far beyond Boston. And especially since we embedded ourselves so much in the Massachusetts music scene this year, I felt it was only right to give Massachusetts its own list. And especially, like I said, for anybody that's not from Massachusetts, you're going to get a, a taste or of, of what the scene here sounds like. And again, not just those some of those bigger artists that I mentioned. It's going to be really ranging from many different kinds of artists, different ranging around, of course, around different genres as well. And before I dive into this list, my top 20 Massachusetts songs of 2020, I do want to briefly talk about as well how I how did I get here how did I compile this list and I did talk about this a little bit in the last episode the honor roll episode and so definitely make sure you guys check out that episode afterwards as well uh, in case you missed it where I talked about some of the songs not from whether it's locally or nationally that just missed this top 20 list so what were some music that I really thought was great this year but didn't quite make the top 20 lists And that episode is available on YouTube and also other podcast streaming services as well. But again, 
how I kind of compile the list, uh, really how I see it is two, two different things. I see it like most of majority, I'd say like 75% is like the enjoyability and relatability of the song. So how much did I enjoy the song, relate to it? How much was I coming back to it throughout the year as well? Obviously, that changes a little bit based upon when when it was released. So a song that was released a lot earlier in the year is probably having, you know, a lot more replayability throughout the year, of course. Um, and then, of course, it's, it's hard to balance as well with sort of the recency bias of certain songs that have just come out. You know, who knows how I'll be feeling about them months from now. But this is just really how I feel about the music right now at this point in time and then the other side of things i'd call it like the 25 percent roughly of like you know how much of a profound artistic and creative statement did the artist make with the song so i, I definitely want to measure that as well um some songs here actually that actually was kind of the deciding factor between you know not only placement on the list but also you know uh, what song i even chose from that specific artist there were a lot of songs here that uh, came out a little earlier in the year that were originally on the list and then that artist dropped a song later in the year that I thought was even better or maybe it was a better uh, creative or artistic statement than the previous song. So I'm going to be probably mentioning a lot more than just 20 songs here. Uh, if you like any of these artists as well, obviously make sure you give them a follow and, and really support them because they're out here really giving us so much of themselves, their time, their energy, and really their art and putting it out there for our consumption. And of course, as I mentioned in, in the last episode, 2020 was really a time where we leaned on our art, specifically our artists, local, national, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, to really get us through some of these hard pressing and difficult times that we did face this year. And of course, we had a tough year in 2020, but definitely want to shed light on the positivity that came from it as well. And of course, this list is indicative of that for sure. Every year I make a best of list. So I just about to start my new one, best of 2021. But anyway, so on Spotify, I do like a best of the year list. So best of 2020 and at the start of the year, and I've been doing this for years, like even before the podcast came to be, uh, you know, a reality. But, you know, I would basically compile a playlist of from the year and any song I liked that year, I just stuck in that playlist. And then by the end of the year, I got this nice, you know, laundry list of songs of all the songs that I loved so much this from that year. And uh, this year I ended up having like over 700 songs in that playlist. And I whittled it down to 30 songs on the honor roll, 20 on this list. And then I'll have 20 on my top, just 20 songs of like the mainstream or national stage sort of list that's coming next week. So make sure you guys uh, tune back for that list as well. But again, I am just a music head from outside the Boston area who happened to stumble into the Boston music scene and you know because of this podcast and I am just once again so fortunate and blessed to not only have listened to some of these artists but sat even sat down and talked to some of them over the course of the year as well many of these artists that you're going to hear today on this episode have interview or what we called guest speaker episodes through our podcast came on to share their stories talked about their albums gave a lot of themselves as well not only through the music but on our podcast and i've even you know grown to build some relationships and friendships from uh from meeting some of these artists and and talking to some of them over over the last year so once again i just want to thank everybody for their support around this area and nationally wherever you are listening uh it really means the world and I think it's just important to, again, keep reflecting on the artists that 
provide just amazing music for us. And again, before I start, I just want to mention too as well, this is just my opinion, guys. Let me know what you think in the comments section, right? Whether it's on Instagram or YouTube, what were some of your favorite songs from Massachusetts this year? What did I miss? What was not on my list? Give me your top 10 or even top 20 if you feel inclined. What were your favorite songs from Massachusetts? I want to hear from you. So definitely make sure you uh, get in on the conversation below. We are about to jump into the list, but before we do that, a quick word from one of our local sponsors. If you're a content creator like me, you know you're a perfectionist, especially when working with audio. You want it to be as crisp, clean, and really clear sounding as possible. And if you're an artist looking for a quality sound engineer, you have to check out Mixed by Hex. Hex is a South Shore, Massachusetts artist, producer, and reputable sound engineer, and also the host of our mini-series, Mixing Tips with Hex. Handing your song off to someone can be a scary process, but at Mixed by Hex, they offer multiple pricing plans, all with a specific number of free revisions. That way, you never have to worry about losing your say in the final product. And right now, Mixed by Hex is offering a free sample mix. That's right, you can hear your first mix of your track before even paying a dime. So I don't know what you're waiting for. Head over to www.mixedbyhex.com to get your free sample mix and check out their pricing options. And make sure you reference us, the turntable teachers, in your inquiry. Now, let's get back to the show. And without further ado, I bring to you the first official top 20 Massachusetts songs list from the turntable teachers we've never done again we've never done a just a solely Massachusetts list but I am so excited to dive in at number 20 we got Sleeping Bella with Honeymoon Sleeping Bella. She is a Boston-based recording artist, an artist that I came onto this year. Uh, she's got this really cool brand of indie, lo-fi, almost like soul or R&B in a sense. She she definitely branches out and gets into some hip-hop. Spoiler, she jumps back onto the list a little bit later as a feature. But with this song in particular, I thought it just embodied really who you know Sleeping Bella is as an artist. She, again, she's more of a lo-fi sound. This song, Honeymoon, was is, a, is very solemn and almost a meditative sound as well. In terms of the instrumental, the drums are really what are the backbone to it. It's simple, but it's brilliantly produced at the same time. There's almost like a less is more uh, situation here with, with, with this Honeymoon song by Sleeping Bella. And I just, her vocals just seem to just kind of float effortlessly over this beat. And again, it's just, it's one of those songs where you know, it, it's meditative for me and kind of being somebody that's spiritual and, and likes to meditate a lot. You know, this kind of just goes right into my meditation playlist, quite honestly. Sleeping Bella should really actually put this on the Calm app, which is like, which I use quite a bit. But uh, anyway, uh, this song will just kind of put you in a trance. And I thought this is just a great representation of who Sleeping Bella is as an artist. And if you somehow slept on her, sorry, I'm already coming in with the puns on this episode. But if you slept on Sleeping Bella, this song is a great introduction to her. She had a really nice EP this year called Restless. I just thought this Honeymoon song was better than anything even on that EP. But go check that out as well if uh, if you enjoy this Honeymoon song as much as I did. And so once again, Sleeping Bella, worthy of the number 20 slot to kick off this list. 
At number 19, the first of many Turntable Teachers alumni on this list, we have Cameron Iandola with his latest single, In My Head. I've been trapped in my head I'm lost Can't calm down Lately I've been feeling like I'm losing every battle Trying to keep my thoughts in order through every road that I travel Cameron Iandolo is originally from Malden, which is a, a city right outside of Boston, uh, the north, north side of Boston. Uh, he has recently um, relocated to the north shore of, of Massachusetts, where, where I am actually from originally. And again, like I said, he's an alumni. He came on to the show way earlier in the year. I think it was like March or April, uh, right before he had even really dropped any music on any Spotify or uh, streaming services. Uh, he had really, at that point, had just kind of been throwing his name in a bunch of different freestyle competitions. Like most notably, he was in the Jaron Benton freestyle, bully uh, freestyle contest, and as well as the crawfish uh, freestyle that Millie's did. But Cam, it was amazing to see and be witness to Cam's progression and growth as an artist throughout this year. And really, it's indicative if you look back at his first episode versus the one he just recently came on, which he was one of our returning guests for the album analysis series that we did. And he came on and talked about his EP Nightmares, which he just released around the Halloween time. That EP in particular was just like insane. It was crazy, it was dark, it was intense, and things came full circle. He actually ended up getting a Jaron Benton feature on Can't Be Contained off that EP, which is just absolutely amazing. I'm, I'm so proud of him and, and happy to be a part of his journey as well. But this new song, In My Head, which just actually came out on Christmas, so it's, it's pretty fresh for you guys. I've actually, really, I've actually heard it for months. He, he sent it to me a while back, wanted to get my input on it. So this is a song I've been sitting on for a while, uh, just hearing, and it's a completely different vibe from what he came out with Nightmares. And weirdly enough, I actually had a song called Tension on this list from him that was actually on his Lost Tapes mixtape, which came out even before Nightmares. I think it was maybe a month or two before that. And that song, Tension, had very similar themes to what In My Head has, such as, you know, contemplating his mistakes and the regrets he's made in his life with some of the decisions that he's made, some of the people that he's hurt, wanting to do better and just be a better overall person. But despite that, it still holds like a, a level of rawness and introspective lyricism that's just as impactful and relatable as Tension is. So again, make sure you go check out Nightmares, the EP, and also the Lost Tapes EP as well which you will hear tension on. But back to in my head, I love the vocal sample on here. It's super like drowned out and some of the auto-tune vocals on the hook are really cool. Cam's gritty delivery on some of the bars and his verses paints like a really beautiful contrast with how light and melodic the production actually is. And again, I love that contrast there. I think it plays really, it juxtaposes itself really nicely uh, overall with the song. It shows the versatility of Cam as an artist because he is he's really a, a rapper that sounds very good over some of the darker production, but he can still do some of the modern mainstream sounding things as well, more melodic based uh, hip hop as well. And this is again, a great example of that. In My Head is, is a song that I think people should be listening to big time in 2021. And look out for Cam Mayandolo. He's got he's got some special music on the way, and, and I'm just so excited to be a part of his journey as well. So big shout out to the man, Cameron Iandolo, coming in at number 19.
Up next at number 18 is another Turntable Teachers alumni. This is Virgil with his title track off of his album from this past year, Timelines. Notice life come down to timelines. I could read between the fine lines. What a beautiful dream lost in those blind eyes. But I can hear it good, baby, when the horns cry. Yeah, yeah. Never live your life in hindsight. Keep that vision straight ahead and get your mind right. I could read between the fine lines. I know this life and wrong and right come down to timelines. Yeah, yeah. Former Boston, Massachusetts artist just moved out to Miami in the fall to pursue a teaching job. So big congratulations to him on that. And uh, I'm a teacher as well. So, we, you know, we, he and I both kind of, uh, you know, relate to each other on that level. But in terms of him as an artist, he came on uh, earlier in the year as a guest speaker right after he dropped this Timelines record. And this song, which is the, like I said, the title track to it, of course, called Timelines as well. Uh, you know, just amazing. Love the piano and the drum and horn section blend. It just comes together so nicely. And what I loved most about his Timelines album, which is, by the way, an incredible listen front to back, but it just captures so many different moments and perspectives. That's what I love most about this song, too. This is probably one of the best forms of storytelling that you're going to hear on this list. His writing is smart, it's introspective. But then again, he, he refers to kind of different people and their perspectives, and he relays literally how he thinks that they are feeling and what they're thinking about with different moments in their lives. And this song kind of embodies like the ebbs and flows of growing up. And again, I, I just am so proud of Virgil as well for such a great body of work. And I think Virgil's got a lot coming in 2021. If you loved this song as much as I did, make sure you go check out Timelines, the album. Uh, still heavy rotation for me but once again big shout out to Virgil this is again one of the best songs of 2020 and a worthy list placement at number 18. Number 17 on this list features one of the most well-known names in Boston we got Latrell James with his single No Law. Heard they make a lot of money at funeral homes out here don't take no L don't take no head don't take no loans out here niggas are strong out here thank you strong out here no heroics any moment it could be the very end Ay, it's the only way I know that I can get revenge Ay. Latrell James as I mentioned is one of Boston's brightest stars that he had we have here he's pretty well known as a producer uh, but also has major talent as an artist I actually like him a lot as an artist as well I think he should continue to put out more music uh, not just produce for people but you know he got this new EP this year called under uh, which has a nice wide variety of different lo-fi uh, hip-hop produced tracks but also some hard-hitting hip-hop tracks as well this song in particular no law was probably my favorite from that EP and even though I like more of when Latrell, the, the, I guess the irony here is I, I love, you know, Latrell's lo-fi stuff, but this warped sort of eerie aggressive song that we have in No Law, I actually is probably one of my favorite songs he's ever done. Uh, Latrell spits bars perfectly to match like the gritty energy of the song. I really love some of his lines here. He talks about, you know, never trusting politicians and never work for free. He's just, just speaking to the people, Latrell. Love to hear it. This is just one of my favorite hype songs from the area that I heard this year. The visuals also are on YouTube. Uh, you know, you guys just saw a little clip of it, but make sure you go check out his visuals and run the, run those uh, that music video numbers up for him. Um, you know, the, the, the music video is a little mind-bending. It's sporadic. It really fits so nicely with the eerie sound, uh, as I mentioned, from the production. 
and and Latrell is just an artist that is steadily on the rise. I think there's the sky's the limit for him. If you never heard Latrell James, but you like you know J Cole or like any type of Dreamville uh, sounding uh, artist, he's he's a guy that you will just fall in love with right away. So big shout out to Latrell James. No law, easily one of the best songs from Massachusetts in 2020. At number 16, another huge star from Massachusetts, we got Bia with her single, Same Hands, featuring Lil Durk. Crushing up the drugs with the same hands that I fix to pray with. I don't trust this nigga that I lay with. Who's stuck in my ways? I think I'm draped in. I cannot afford to be complacent. Bia is a hip-hop and R&B artist, originally from Medford, Massachusetts, which is, again, like on the north northern side of uh, Boston, if you're not familiar. I actually used to live in Medford, weirdly enough, so that, that's a kind of a, a cool connection that probably nobody cares about. But either way, uh, Bia is one of the biggest artists to come out of Massachusetts, especially in 2020. She really made her her presence known and felt nationally, not even just uh, in Massachusetts. She's done a lot of work with Russ. She does some work with even for, names like Pharrell. So she is really embedded in the hip hop industry and the music industry already. And course you're seeing right here she's on a song with you got a, getting a feature from Will Dirk so you already know that Bia is just making major waves she's so talented and her talent really comes out I think the best on this song I love the melody on the hook I think it's super catchy that string sample is excellently mixed with the hi-hats and 808s but really the shining piece of this song is Bia's performance it's smooth it's vibrant her personality comes out big time on this song. I just can't get enough of her confidence, her positive energy. She's just a, you know, B is a queen, like queen of Massachusetts. I'm going to call it right now. Like she is on the rise, absolutely killing it. And, and I'm just, again, so happy that we have an artist like her that we can hang our hats on and say, yeah, she's from Massachusetts. So huge shout out to Bia. Definitely one, again, one of the best songs from the area coming in at number 16. At number 15, we're switching the vibe up a little bit. We got Dev Soder with his single, Hills. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, you know me. I did it all for you, but I went and I'm growing. Put the city on my back, cold winter snowed in. I gotta leave it now, need that water rolling. Running through the hills like I forgot something. Running through the hills and I won't stop running. Dev Soder, originally from Salem, Massachusetts, which is on the North Shore, again, that's kind of, if anyone that's not from Massachusetts, yes, that is where the Salem Witch Trials occurred. And I, I grew up in that area too, or Dan Danvers, which is like right outside Salem or right next to Salem. Dev Soder is an indie alternative hip hop artist. And as you heard, uh, this song is more of a classic indie alternative 2020 modern sounding song that you would hear. And while this is not only some of the best from this subgenre that I heard in Massachusetts, it's actually some of the best that I heard from this subgenre period this year. And Deb Soder is, again, another guy that I think is destined for a major 2021 and beyond. This is also some of my favorite production that I heard this year. I love the drums, the guitars. They're blended so well together. It gives it a nice introspective vibe. I love also his washed-out vocal effects on the hook. The backing vocals also, like, right before the hook on that bridge are beautiful. This really just kind of is with imagery. It really feels like a song you hear driving down the highway with uh, the sun setting or maybe you're hiking late in the day or something like that and you're seeing the sunset. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm using the hills a little too literally there. But that is actually like kind of the, 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 the feeling I get when I listen to this song. And I just really enjoy Dev's uh, cadence on here 
and really just the energy and the vibe is just so beautiful and so again one of my favorite songs of the year i couldn't stop listening to it and dev really surprised me this year with with a, with a fantastic song hills you should absolutely check it out make sure you support this guy again big things coming from him in 2021 for sure at number 14 we have another turntable teachers alumni this is hero the mc with his song love me now featuring becca baby I slaughter him for days From Boston to Brockton I box competition You know I slaughter him for days Since Biggie and Pac died The game has been fucked If they don't love me now Then they never will Only looking down from the clouds Like I'm Emmett Till I don't sound Cause the sound bit Better still pounce On the homie you can drown On a bigger pill Man, Hero the MC Rocks Berry, Massachusetts Hip-hop artist Really had an amazing year He came out actually So his first original uh, episode with us was in 2019 very late 2019 uh before the pandemic got to meet him in person all that stuff was a lot of fun came through the studio before this was even for the studio uh and then he just recently came on again he was also a part of our album analysis series where he came on talked about his brand new album the eighth letter that released back in november that album was more of a tribute to guru and rakim if you're you know familiar with old school hip-hop which are two of his biggest influences. And really, this Eighth Letter album, I thought, was his best that he's ever released. His definitely front to back, I thought, uh, just in terms of, like, there's no skip, no skippables on this. Uh, every song is very unique and different. And he not only brought out different cadences in his voice, but he used different, different types of production that I didn't even think he would go through. He was more of an artist that I thought was had more of, like, that old-school boom-bap sound. But And again, not that that is devoid of or this song or any, any any of the songs on that album are devoid of that sound but he, he kind of built in some other sounds as well and i really thought his production and artistry just completely evolved here the piano led production here is brilliant it's mixed in with some incredible washed out horn samples it's again old school sounding but still has a modern sample based uh vibe with it as well Thematically, he discusses how, you know, we value people in their art when they're gone and dead um, more so than when they're alive and that we should, you know, be giving people the love and dedication and support while they're here rather than, you know, just when they die. Hero just spits a lot of these bars and, and, and verses with so much passion and exuberance. And you can just tell Hero is, is just so much for the hip hop culture and to top it all off, an amazing vocal performance on the hook from Detroit artist Becca Baby. Um, and I'll even love at the very end of the song, you, you think it's over and she goes, one more time. And it just those horns just come right back in with all that amazing, amazing lush energy. And Detroit's own Becca Baby comes in and kills the verse. So huge shout out to her uh, for jumping on this Hero song. And again, huge shout out to Hero for not only creating an amazing song, but amazing album. And, and not only that but coming on the show twice this year supporting us as much as he does definitely go check out some of his bars over bars performances he he's been compiling um some live stream performances with him and artists that he works with or some artists that we even work with too some artists that'll probably show up later on this list actually he's been doing those throughout covid and i uh, really doing a nice job and, and I can't can't commend him enough. So at number 14, Love Me Now featuring Becca Baby, one of the best songs from Massachusetts that you'll hear this year for sure. At number 13, we have Hex with his song Fade Away. Can't fade away, wanna smile but I can't feel my face. Every day that I wake 
okay But in the end I'll be lost in the days So to answer your questions, two questions you probably have. Yes, this is the same mixed by Hex uh, advertisement from a little earlier. Number two, no, he did not buy his way on this list by any stretch. Uh, Hex is just as talented of an artist as he is an engineer. And those of you that have been with us for a long time, you know that. Uh, we've been putting him on for quite a while, even before he started doing some work with us. Uh, he's really embedded with our right mind side of things. Uh, here we have a new mini series with him that we've dropped two episodes from and, and more will be on the way. Those are mixing tips with Hex. Once again, he is a, a sound engineer. Uh, you heard the advertisement already, so if you're an artist and, and need some engineering work, he's a guy I would absolutely hit up, no question, uh, for, for your engineering needs. And uh, he's been giving us some awesome tips and doing some little tutorials on our uh, platform. So we can't thank Hex enough for all the support and also just you know content he's helped us create. Originally a South Shore, Massachusetts artist, now he's actually gonna be relocating to Texas, so we're gonna be losing him, unfortunately, which is uh, too bad, but I'm sure he'll still be repping Massachusetts for sure. Hex had a really great year this year. He dropped so many different singles, like New Love, which, is, which was very close to beating out Fade Away. Also had a great song called Tell Me Lies with Cronin this year. And then we even reviewed one of his uh, earlier singles this year called Dear Dad, which I thought was one of his more sentimental and introspective songs that he's done. Fade Away, though, I thought was better than all of them. And again, another introspective song where he's talking a lot about, you know, fighting his insecurities and anxieties that, you know, all of us inevitably face as human beings. And again, this song, I think, is just a good reminder that, you know, to tell ourselves that we are enough, believe in what we're doing and that what we are doing and who we are, that we have value. You know, I think we need to, you know, show ourselves a little bit more self-care. And this is a song that is really embodying that 100%. Hex shows so much versatility on this song, not even just as a, as a, as a vocalist and also whether he, he can sing great voice he even has done some uh, kid Leroy covers on TikTok. like you guys got to check those out he's just such a talented dude whether you're talking about his engineering or himself as an artist you know but he can rap he can sing he produces i mean he the, the man is just kind of he just does it all he's a jack of all trades and this song just has a beautiful melodic trap soul instrumental that is just so infectious and again is is pretty synonymous like if you like the kid Leroy or Juice World, even, you're going to absolutely love this song. My favorite part of the song, though, for sure, is that vocal sample. I also love how wavy and atmospheric the production is. And again, just really a, a testament to who Hex is as an artist and the type of sound that he is creating. I am just so excited to see what he does next. And I'm really, it's really an honor to work with him as well. So huge, huge shout out to Hex. Very worthy of placement on this list. Number 13, Fade Away. One of the best songs I heard from Massachusetts this year coming in at number 12 another turntable teachers alumni we got aristotle jones with dynamite yeah! run it up turn it to sack till the sun is up sipping the jack got a double cup everyone missing the citizen in front of us me i'm observing bezel be swerving this do you know where i'm coming from i'm out on boils the toilet it's time to destroying them jones is the number one man what an amazing year for aristotle jones to the the berkeley music student who is originally from Marblehead, Massachusetts, and now is living in Boston. As I mentioned, goes to Berklee School of Music. He's a talented, talented dude. This is his 
jazzy, groovy single, Dynamite, uh, from his album, The World is Flat, which is one of my favorites that I heard from this year, from this area in particular. There were so many incredible songs off that that I, I felt guilty not putting on, quite honestly. Uh, you know, a song like Walk Away with Lucy Frost or Panic or Land Rover. Like, there was just so many great songs on that album, but Dynamite was definitely my favorite here. Also dropped some amazing singles as well. Uh, one in particular, Moonlight with Skeos, that got over 100,000 streams. And just recently dropped a song called Slowly with, Lu with Lucy Frost, who, again, just keeps kind of give, blessing him with a lot of amazing vocals. You should totally check out Lucy Frost. She's been all over Aristotle Jones's discography. I believe she's also a Berkeley a student as well. But this song here, Dynamite, has really become one of the most infectious songs that I heard this year. Just never gets old. I, I've been bumping this since it came out. His energy as an artist, and especially on this song, is amazing and he just has such a command on the microphone is really what separates Aristotle I think from a lot of different artists is his confidence on the mic and I just love his many different engaging cadences flows he has some sticky lyrics on this another guy that I think is just destined to really make it and in this music industry I think he has all the talent in the world he's got the look uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm super impressed with what I've heard from Aristotle Jones, another guy that I've been blessed to, you know, start to develop a friendship with, too, off of uh, off this platform. So, of course, no, I'm not not being biased. I, I tried to be as unbiased with this list as possible. But, you know, Aristotle Jones, this song was too good for me to not uh, put on here at number 12. So big shout out to him and this song, Dynamite. And we are on the fringe of the top 10. But first, at number 11, is Luke Barz's song, Die With Pride. I need money in the bank. I need benches in the safe. I take food out in the place. I know this shit ain't a race. I know I'ma be a top dog. I know I'ma be a great. You should see how they look at me. I make niggas job break. I make bitches wild break. I got the water on my shoulder. I come from wicked food stand. This world never meant for me. I make the best of everything. Luke Bars is a Brockton, Massachusetts hip-hop artist. He is a part of the Van Buren Collective, which of course is one of the biggest groups and collectives to come out of Massachusetts. Big shout out to Lord Felix, who came on the show, Giles, Meech, who was actually a uh, honor roll mention, St. Lior, who had an incredible year, who was pretty close to making this list as well. I, I, it was awful to leave him off. Again, that's a huge testament to just the Boston music scene with how many amazing artists and songs that we had this year. But Van Buren's really doing some amazing things. Ricky Felix as well. I'm, I'm, I can't believe I'm forgetting him. Uh, Andrew Regis, the whole gang there, just really doing some amazing stuff. But this is one of my favorite Van Buren songs of the year. This Luke Barr's Die With Pride song uh, from his album Good Evil that came out, I believe, in February of, of 2020. And I believe Latrell James as well did production on this. Uh, kind of going back to my earlier sentiments on him. I really love the high-pitched flute, which is backed with like some nice subtle drums and hi-hats. I just really like the almost uh, the scratchiness too. It almost sounds like it, it's on like a, uh, a vinyl or of some sort. And Luke's voice is one of the most recognizable and unique that I think not only that you'd hear in Massachusetts, but really uh, ever. I just feel like anytime I hear his voice, it's just so much different than anything else that I've heard. Uh, his energy is amazing. The lyricism on this is brilliant. How much I played this song this year again and again and again, just, just a huge testament to Luke as an artist. Just the overall vibe of the song. I, just, I couldn't get enough of it this year for sure. So huge shout out to the Van Buren camp and Luke Bars with this song, Die With Pride, one of my favorite songs from 2020 and good enough for the 11th spot on this list. 
and we have officially hit the top 10. But first, another word from one of our local sponsors. Most artists know that studio time can be expensive and difficult to find. And while many artists are now making music in their homes through makeshift studios, your sound quality could still be missing something. That's where QNC Entertainment comes in. Right now, QNC is offering three, six, and 12-hour specials based on your sound engineering needs, as well as independent mixing and mastering services for the low price of just $40 per track. 2021 is a new year, and it's time you got the finished product your music deserves. Head to calendly.com slash QNC ENT to set up your first studio session today. And when filling out the inquiry on their website, make sure you put us, the turntable teachers, in the reference section of your application. Now, let's get back to the show. And coming in at number 10, we have Mako with his single Lifelike featuring Sleeping Bella. I wasn't a singer, I became a singer I wasn't a rapper, I became a rapper I wasn't an artist, I became an artist I wasn't a stand-up guy either, no Had to get sober first, yeah Had to go overboard, yeah And sometimes I overwork, yeah But sometimes I'm lazy as it gets Mako is a Brighton, Massachusetts artist, which is right outside Boston as well, more on like the western um, part of it or southwestern. I'm not really great with my uh, my geography, so I could very actually be very much wrong wrong about that. But uh, you know, it's not my area of expertise. We'll, we'll we'll put it that way. But Mako, man, he the, another artist that I came on to this year just kind of cold emailed me out of nowhere uh, earlier in the year with his EP Good Grief, which I was so impressed by much more of like an indie alternative side of hip-hop uh and then he had a song called raspberry which like like just missed the list like if not lifelike raspberry would have been here but if he hadn't dropped lifelike because again the sentiment that i mentioned a little earlier in this episode where i thought for sure when i heard raspberry like oh yeah that's gonna be on the list no question and then he drops lifelike a little later in the year and i'm like mm, i don't know i think this this has got to be the one this song is just absolutely amazing it's really his best yet in my opinion and even though i love raspberry so much i think this is kind of this song lifelike is the best representation of who mako is just as an artist as a person it really captures his spirituality piano based production here is gorgeous it almost makes you feel like you're in a fairy tale of some sorts and, and to be honest i think sleeping bella has a lot to do with that uh her vocals on the hook certainly aid in that vibe no question and i just i think her uh addition on the song is a very much welcome one and thematically this is one of my favorites from mako as well who i feel like every time i listen to his music always has something intellectual or introspective to talk about or say on this song he discusses the kind of some of the mistakes he's made in his life but how he won't allow them to define him as a person and he talks about too like who he is as a person and who he is as an artist now um, really is more so on the dedication to his craft than anything and i love the line where he talks about how he can be a workaholic or he can be as lazy as it gets uh, I can relate to that 100%. Like, I am the exact same way. I am either, like, working my absolute tail off or I am, you know, just being lazy as as I as you can imagine. And it really just sounds to me like he's letting go a lot of the preconceived notions that people maybe had about him or maybe he even had about himself, allowing him to kind of forgive himself and just be who he is. He doesn't have to be anybody that he's not. 
The way he delivers this song too is amazing. The first verse, it's melodic, but the second verse is where he absolutely snaps. Like he just totally, you know, switches his flows up and just completely gives us some double time flows over this, over this production, which adds just a completely different dimension to the song overall. His emotion is so palpable on this song, and that's really why I had to put it here because of, of that alone, really. But overall, just one of the, my favorite songs of the year, Massachusetts or not, uh, easily one of the top 10 for sure for me. And I, I just, I can't wait to see what Mako does. And I'm uh, next. And I'm just, again, so happy to have uh, a, a good, a good friendship with him as well. He was also another artist that came on our show earlier this year. He's another alumni. So again, he would a huge shout out to Mako and Sleeping Bella for this single, Lifelike. Uh, of course, as you just saw too, new visuals as well, so make sure you check that out. At number nine, we got our boy Washi with his song, Growing Pains. Riding through a red light, night driving with no headlight, and I'm somewhere on the mass pipe, trying to get my mind right, don't know what to act like, trying to drive away, trying to drive away these growing pains, can I drive away? Washi is based out of Massachusetts as well, particularly Boston, and is originally from Upper State, New York. He's one of our first guests that we ever had, and his new EP, XXC, is actually out now. I actually wrote an article uh, for him and that EP. It's actually out now exclusively on Mass Music Radio, uh, so definitely make sure you check that out. It's on our uh, Instagram page. Uh, I'll, I'll link it in the description too. Why not? Washi was also a part of our album analysis series where he came on and talked about XXC in depth. So again, all those album analysis episodes, they're out on YouTube and all of our podcast streaming services. And the EP's final song, which is Growing Pains, happens to be my favorite that he's not only dropped this year, he dropped a lot of singles even before the EP. Uh, the EP is amazing, by the way. But again, this is probably my favorite, uh, especially because I love the hook. It really just captures like a symbolic journey of aimlessly driving down the highway, sort of unsure which exit is yours, but believing that you'll get off at the correct one as he croons over the hook, riding through a red light, night driving with no headlight, and I'm somewhere on the mass pike trying to get my mind right, don't know what to act like, trying to drive away these growing pains. He, he actually, you know, spits it a lot better than I do, obviously, but I love the echoing vocal sampo. It's paired with a nice mellow raw piano chords that blend into this drum progression as Washi just delivers his most powerful bars to date. Some of the bars at the end of the song, some of my favorite lyrics of the year, always giving presence compensates for lack of presence until people start to wonder why you're never there. Maybe this will be the last thing I ever drop, reevaluating life while I'm sitting here. I'm just trying to find a balance in pursuing all my talent without sacrificing happiness to get me there and the song kind of just captures you know finding that balance between pursuing a career in music and trying to still find time for loved ones i think it's even it's relatable for me just based upon uh, you know i have to kind of think about that too sometimes like am i putting too much work into this podcast and, and what i want to do and again and am i like neglecting the other areas and people in my life uh, it's really just again finding that balance you become the best version of yourself uh, as you're pursuing that goal or, or pursuing that dream. And you don't want to burn yourself out through that process. Um, of course, you know, if you love something, you tend to eat, sleep, and breathe it, as I do, again, with this podcast, and as I'm sure Washi does with his music. But again, it's all about that balance in life. I thought this song was just it's just such an introspective capture of, of really just getting into Washi's psyche. I think it's super relatable. 
and for sure one of the best songs for me that I heard from Massachusetts this year. So once again, at number nine, Growing Pains from Washi. At number eight, we have the China Blue with a 40. China Blue is formerly from Massachusetts and now resides in Providence, Rhode Island. Of course, as you heard in the clip of the song, it's a glaring 80s synth pop type track with that type of that 80s influence. As I mentioned, the vocal performance that China Blue has here, it's passionate, it's engaging. I love the lyrics here, especially too. It's probably my favorite part as well of this song. They're honest, they're real, they're relatable. Love that buy you things if I could afford it refrain. Uh, it's self-aware, it's in in intuitive in a sense, because it's like, you know, it goes against everything else that we hear in music. It's like, oh, I have all these fancy things, like, you know, look at me, blah, 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 blah. Instead, he's like, hey, I'm a, I'm a starving artist, and I can't buy shit, but like, here you, like, I'll, I'll, I can make this song at least. So I love that. I think it works really well. The hook is also ridiculously catchy, probably one of my favorites of the year that I heard. And again, the production is credible. I love the ad libs, the vocal samples, and reverb. It gives it such an atmospheric, eclectic vibe. And, and I'm a big fan of this 80s style sound. I think The Weeknd is an artist that's doing this really well. And it's just great to see a local artist kind of taking on that challenge of creating music like this that, that is, again, reminiscent of what we heard, you know, two, three decades ago. Number eight, The China Blue Afford It. Definitely go check it out if you haven't. It's incredible. At number seven, we have Neems with her song, Life That I've Been Living. Catching a feeling I can't control. Trying to be real, yeah, I'm in my zone. Can't be just texting. is a Boston, Massachusetts artist. Uh, she released only two songs this year. One is Running Through the City, and then of course, Life That I've Been Living. And this is easily my favorite of the two. I think it's really just a melodic synth heavy jam. Her rhythm and flows and vocal cadences are just so catchy, especially when she uses like very uh, heavier reverb on her vocals. The production, it's bright, it's colorful. I think just as an artist, she's very unique, and especially the sound here. And Life That I've Been Living, I, I just couldn't get enough of, of this song this year. I listened to it so much uh, since, it, since it's dropped. I think it came out in uh, November or some sort, but the last month or so, I've just been heavy rotation. And again, the music video, as you see here too, the visuals are amazing as well. I think she's just a budding star that deserves all the accolades that are going her way. If you are not on to Neems, you gotta make sure you check her out. And again, this song, Life That I've Been Living, very much worthy of a number seven slot on this list. At, coming in at number six, one of the biggest artists that Massachusetts has, this is Millie's with his song, RLS. I've been dealing with some real life shit. I've been going through some real shit. Yeah. I've been going through some real life shit. And when it's time for me to die, hope I die on my terms. But the ashes for my urn, I got everything I earned. I've been going through some real life shit. Millie's is originally from Cambridge, Massachusetts. He's a hip hop artist. He actually ended up uh, going towards uh, New York, I believe, is where he lives now. Has done some work with Jada Kiss, Jim Jones, especially on his latest project, Blanco 3, which I thought was one of his best and most complete bodies of work that he's had in his career. 
Millie's has been so active this year. He's done many interviews, dropped so many different music videos, uh, many singles before Blanco 3. RLS Real Life Shit is one of them. And even though I loved the entire Blanco 3 album, and there were many songs I could have put on here, like Between Us, Rain, Interstate with D the Flyest, RLS is the one that spoke to me the most from this project. The piano is harrowing and filled with intense emotion, fits the theme of the song really well as Millie's talks about you know, some of the more difficult and real life moments that have just weighed heavy on his psyche throughout his life. Some of these include death, addiction, people crossing him and proving their disloyalty. Even talks too about like, you know, how he gets tatted so much because he likes the pain. I think other artists have talked about this too, like uh, or actors, I should say, like um, Pete Davidson. I mean, even for me, like I, I have a lot of tattoos and I even see it as therapeutic in a sense. So I totally understand where he's coming from with that. And again, this song is just kind of a perseverance type of song to just kind of live life. And for him specifically to live life on his own terms and just get through the hardships that he's had to deal with in his come up. Blanco 3 is one of the best hip hop projects from Massachusetts artists that you'll hear this year. And I'm just completely enamored with what he has done uh, in this year. And I just can't wait to see what Millie's has for us next. But huge shout out to him. Keep doing your thing and representing Boston. He's, he's saying and doing all the right things and uh, really, really putting on for Massachusetts as a whole. And we have gotten into the top five. At number five, we have Ripe with their song Five in the Morning. Like you're never gonna play again. Ripe is a jam band out of South Shore, Massachusetts. I got to actually see them right before the pandemic at House of Blues, which was a lot of fun. Uh, their sound is really cool. It's got, they got a nice psychedelic indie rock style, and that really is embodied in this song. This song even has some more jazzy and groovy sounds, super infectious hook. The energy is just completely next level. I love this song so much. It's, like I played this song all the friggin' time, uh, whether it's in the car, by myself, hanging out with friends, uh, you know, summertime, wintertime, it just, it, it, it really does it all. It, the energy is just amazing. That horn section specifically is my favorite part of the instrumental, but there's just so many incredible blends of sounds here. It's an eclectic listen. You will fall in love with it uh, and just, just jam out to it all the time like I have. And Ripe's just an, a band that I am so happy that we have here and I can't wait to see uh, them again. They're, they're, they're a band that you, if once live shows become a thing again, gotta see them live big time but this song five in the morning totally worthy of a number five spot on this list for sure big shout out to the ripe guys and the green headband gang everywhere at number four red shades featuring bakari jb with elevation the aura magnetic so she drop it low like it's bad credit we break a leg but no half stepping we tsa now we bag checking our pockets so beast and they busting now ain't nothing out of the budget now we fly as hell ain't no coming down our circle too tight when you come around he be so solid look out for me home with a chance being town bully go when we dive in the crowd fully rocking the cap in a brown hoodie 
Red Shades is a Boston, Massachusetts artist, another Turntable Teachers alumni. She had an amazing episode uh, in the fall this year that you guys should totally check out after this episode, of course. She dropped an album called Feel the Aura this year that got rave reviews throughout Massachusetts. And again, for me too, one of the best Massachusetts projects this year, top to bottom. So many different songs I could have picked from it, like Steppin' Out or The Recipe or They Call Me Shades. But Elevation, to me, was the shining one. And even when we had our, our conversation, uh, she agreed. She's like, yeah, this is probably one of my favorite songs on here, too. Her explanation of how this song kind of manifested itself uh, is amazing. You guys should check that out. But I, I love the old school back and forth between Shades and Bakari JB. The energy just seems to build as the song progresses. Almost sounds like they were trying to outdo the, uh, each other. Uh, as the as the song continues like you'll hear like some of their bars you think like oh shades came in hot and then like oh bakari came in hot it just the back and forth is just amazing i love it so many great bars and flows and just the energy is just incredible bakari jb's hook is simple but it's infectious at the same time super memorable and i love the sentiment as well you need a bigger purpose in life that will kind of force you to elevate to the next level that you want to get to uh, and I just think that they they use this sentiment for the sake of the song even too, just just kind of going back and forth and trying to you know get the best out of each other. I also love the soulful reverb and ad libs that are in the background, especially in the hook. But yeah, once again, Red Shades was so impressive this year. I cannot wait to see what she has next for us too. And we see Elevation land on my list at number four. And here we are in the top three. We have Garrett Merck with his song Top Flight. I said my whole life, shit, I've been holding it down I think my flow is on fire, but we should hose this shit down I'm here for the whole season, but it's the opening round Okay, I'm finna bust a nut and fucking throwing the top Look, I'm sick of living fucking broke as a bitch I wanna have a couple kids at night, can tuck them all in I gotta show us ten at the door, well shit, I snuck them all in You catch me wildin' out in public, catch me shifting, catch me clutching, catch me double clutching Garrett Merck is a Brockton, Massachusetts-based artist. I have been, weirdly enough, listening to Garrett Merck for a long time, back before when he actually only went by Merck. He had this song called Fish Brains that a couple of my uh, college roommates and I, we used to play all the time. Never would think, like, years later down the road, I'd be sitting here on this podcast talking about his... One of, one of the best songs of the year, for sure, which is Top Flight, off of one of the best hip-hop albums from Massachusetts, that I heard this year as well called 10 Minutes Late. Absolutely go check that out if you have not. Really a backpack rap style and we hear that here as well with some slower paced drums with a nice hi-hat blend and really the solemn mellow toned horns give off a vibe of like pain and suffering and Garrett references a lot of moments here growing up and that kind of got him to where he is now such as learning how to rap at a local park you know living broke yearning for a family at some point in his life uh, he even again talks a little bit too about how his quiet nature could even be perceived as off-putting to some people or nonchalant or even deceptive but in reality it's his struggle with social anxiety and depression and has really much more to do with himself than the people that he is around. And, and I think this sentiment is important because it shows that, you know, we don't really know people unless we make the time to understand their mindset and their struggle. We're just so quick to judge. And I think that this song is such a good reminder of that. I also love to hear that just throughout the song, he's talking about he's found passion and purpose with rap. Doesn't want that normal nine to five, but he's willing to put in the work to get to where he wants to be and judging by the reviews and the reception that 10 minutes late has gotten 
I think Garrett Merck is well on his way to that. Uh, one of the most talented and bright stars that I think we have in Massachusetts, and he, the, the, I think the sky's the limit for Garrett Merck. So, Top Flight, one of the best songs for me this year, coming in at number three. We are almost at the top spot, but first at number two, Heath 240 with Chirp featuring Daniel Price. They just wanna chirp, 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 baby. They've been so lady, they won't ever make it. They just wanna chirp, chirp, chirp. Okay, so up until maybe like a couple of weeks ago-ish, I had Attention, his song Attention featuring Jazz Ingram at this spot. And I, I thought it was, con I was convinced. Attention's going to be here fighting for that number one spot. Uh, and of course, we're sitting here and Attention's not here. Chirp beats it out. And really because I think this song is much more impressive uh, song from an artistic and creative standpoint than, than Attention is, although I probably listen to Attention a little bit more throughout the year just because it's a little older of a song, but I think Chirp might be Heath240's best song by far, and really because I think it's the best embodiment of Heath240 as an artist as well. Uh, you know, it has really great elements of indie pop, bedroom pop, traditional hip-hop, and neo-soul, and I just love the gorgeous production here. That psychedelic guitar chord and drum progression. It's very Brockhampton-esque. I think that's why I am gravitating towards this song so much. The first verse here is a lot more melodic, which pairs pretty nicely with the instrumental. And, you know, he, he talks a lot about blocking out the haters. You know, let the birds chirp, let them talk, let them go as he croons over the hook. But then that second verse really shows off not only his vocal range, but his talent as a rapper with much more fast-paced flows, clever lyricism. Daniel Price adds a beautiful bridge towards the end of the song that gives it just another dimension. Chirp is just one of the most beautiful songs I heard this year. And it, it's been great also to build a relationship with uh, Heath240 as well and a friendship. I'm just, again, so happy for him that he is getting all the accolades that he deserves. Uh, this song just quickly amassed over 50,000 streams as the, at the time I'm recording this. I'm sure by the time this drops, it'll be much, much more. But even though I like attention a lot, I think this, this song just beats it out just by this much. And is, again, my number two song from Massachusetts this year. Chirp featuring Daniel Price by Heath 240. But no song grabbed me and enticed me and just just encaptured me more than this one. My number one song from Massachusetts, and that is Taha with Nightmares. I'ma pull up to the spot like hey, have nightmares about me. I'ma go and kill it. I'm better than other wrist. I'll be working with the positive saying that I was best. They be tacking, they be knocking, no ever go second guess. I'ma pull up to the spot like hey, have nightmares about me. I'ma go and kill it. I know I'm the one they envy. They ignore and say I'm boring. They really try to offend me. If you say it to my face, don't you ever go second guess me. I'ma pull up to the spot like hey, have nightmares about me. Taha is a Shrewsbury, Massachusetts hip-hop artist. I think he is the best-kept secret in Massachusetts. I'm claiming that now before he just blows up. Again, another artist that dropped a song earlier in the year that I thought was for sure going to be on this list. He had a project early in the year called Breath of the Phoenix and had a single off that called Lately that I thought for sure would be either not only in the one number one spot, somewhere on this list or somewhere towards the top. But then instead he decides to drop this incredibly 
just dark and aggressive and introspective and and just oh this this album have nightmares about me you guys have to check it out if you haven't he also came on the podcast twice this year he came on for just a regular guest speaker episode and then was also a part of our album analysis series and he links up with sir roly on production for not only nightmares the title track from have nightmares about me and the single uh from nightmares about me but he also helped produce the entire record and really sir roly shines in terms of production here it's dark it's vivid it creates such an anxiety heightening almost cinematic mood that is so grim but yet urgent in its tone and taha is at his most ruthless as an artist on this song you know, he's criticizing destructive behaviors of social media while simultaneously addressing those that attempt to disrespect and undermine him. On the hook, he raps, I'm gonna go and kill it, I'm better than all the rest. I've been working with the positive, saying that I was blessed. They be talking, they be mocking, don't ever go second guess. I'm gonna pull up to the spot like, hey, have nightmares about me. And he, he delivers this over like blends of eerie synths, a stark string bass line. He even said on his uh, album analysis episode, they actually incorporated legitimately like chain sounds on this too. But nothing here for me beats his outro, where he talks about, you know, scoring an OnlyFans model through this infectious outro. I drop a hundred in her OnlyFans, she calling me now. Oh my God, the energy is insanity. And really Taha urges to point out the fallacies of our connectivity and content consumption while also pronouncing his arrival through the variations of different vocal inflections. It's haunting, it's just chillingly addictive. And of course, as you saw here, Pierce's visuals are absolutely incredible to top it off. Taha's Nightmares is a song that you will never forget once you hear it once. I, I probably listened to this like 60 times uh, in the first couple of weeks. Uh, it just It's just so incredible. And it's a song that just resonated with me so much. I love just the experimental nature of it. And it's a song I just couldn't get enough of this year and was for sure worthy of my number one spot on this year's top 20 Massachusetts songs of 2020. And that is it. Our first ever top 20 Massachusetts songs of 2020. Uh, this was just such an honor and privilege to be able to do. So once again, huge shout out to everybody that made the list. And, and really, if you didn't make the list, it, it's again, this is just my opinion. It does not mean that, you know, there are other many other Massachusetts and uh, local artists that are just doing amazing things. And regardless of where you are listening from or where you are from, I just hope that you all you know, try to take more part in supporting your local artists, regardless of whether you're from Massachusetts or New York or California or Timbuk freaking too. It doesn't matter. Let's just try our best. Let's try to make a pact from here to support the local artists that we have in our respective cities, states, things of that nature. I think it's just really important. I think also how difficult it was to make this list is just an, uh, really a testament to how amazing the Massachusetts music scene is and how much talent we really have here. So again, big shout out to Massachusetts. Amazing 2020 year. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. And, and if you made it this far, it really just means the world. Uh, to be able to do this and be on this platform and, and share, you know, my love of music and really the the art and, the, and this music that we heard uh, from our local artists this year. Coming up next is my top 20 songs of the year on the national stage. So you guys definitely want to make sure you tune in for that. 
That will be next week's uh, episode. If you are a new listener, please make sure you follow us at Turntable Teachers on Instagram for all the latest, as well as head to our website, www.turntableteachers.com. Once again, this was the top 20 songs of Massachusetts in the year 2020, and I will see you guys next week with more Graduation 2020. But until then, I am Mike with the Turntable Teachers, and class is officially dismissed. Turn to the truth. Turn to the truth. Turn to the truth. Turn to the truth.